French Press Podcast. It is episode 453. And it's Tuesday, August 22nd, 2023. Couldn't remember what month we were in. All right. So that was the voice of Nicholas, brother Nicholas. Yeah. Coworker Jeff is going to join us in a little bit. He um, is on the way. And we have a lot of content today. We also have some feedback as well. We had a comment from Charity Graber. She said she was really thankful for... Last week, or our episode, because we had skipped a few weeks. And then she said they actually laughed out loud multiple times. So thanks for that comment, Charity. And hopefully you'll get the same kinds of laughs on today's episode as well. Um, we also had some comments. We had one from, um, oh, that was just another comment in support of having the wives come on for their birth story from mm. Amanda Raymer. And then Rhoda Summers, she said, and this is on uh, a few two episodes ago, titled Leighton Turns to a Life of Crime and, Bo- and Ruben Avoids the Police. She said, I got such a kick out of Leighton's story how he got the wrong bag and stole someone's stroller. When my husband does things like that, I say, good night, it takes two women to look after you. I can't keep up. His standard answer is always, what would I do with two? I've got my hands full already. That is good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Friendly banter there, I like that. All right, so today's episode... We've got a couple topics, mostly from Nicholas, actually. Yeah, I've been gone a few weeks. Well, I was here last week, but... No, was it two weeks ago? uh, I forget. Anyway, you've got a mouse story, a paint tip, and then an update on your infamous hunting experiences. I do. do. So why don't we start start with the mouse and go in that order? Okay. Um, So we... Okay, you know what? Let's back up a little bit. Um, I, I... took my rv home with me because we're going on a trip no we actually went on a trip sorry let me back up even further we went on a camping trip and instead of taking my rv to my parents house like i normally do um because we're, we because normally i leave it there to park it there but we're leaving the next weekend on a um on another trip and uh and anywho Gotta be kidding me. One second. All right. Ruben just left me from the from the computer room. I'm literally by myself in this room. And someone's trying to call me and text me. I'm a busy man. Anyways, alright, for you listeners, sorry about that. Um so what happened was, is I bring my, my RV home with me and, and I leave it, I leave it at home and I don't take it back to my parents' house because... So why is that significant? Because normally I take it back to my parents' house and leave it there and it's in a shop. This case, it is not in a shop. It is, it is out in the open um, for any critters or any such things to climb in anyways so i I leave it in my house about a week because we're going to go from from one weekend to the next weekend camping and when i was packing up for the second weekend camping i noticed and i never have before noticed this in my life i noticed little tiny mouse turds 
in my, we call it the wet bay. If you're an RVer, you know what that is. A wet bay is where it's from the outside below your, your coach. Um, it's a bay with water hookup, um, sometimes electrical hookup, and it is also sewer hookup. So it's called the wet bay. And the reason why it's called wet bay is because it can get wet and it won't ruin your coach. That's why it's called a wet bay. Anywho, um, and I found little tiny monsters in my wet bay. And there is a hole that is open um, from the outside constantly. You can close it, but you can't open it. And it's to let the sewer hose in from the bottom. And I left it open because I, the sewer hose was out and I was um, dumping sewer and whatnot. And so I think that's where the mice came in. And so I was like, well, you know what? Multiple mice. Well, I don't know. That's a good good question, and I'll answer that here shortly. Um, I figure that they didn't get into the actual coach because it is, it's, well, it is probably possible, but I didn't think it was possible to get in from the wet bay. Well, you have your, when you're camping, obviously, the motorhome is not indoors, it's outside. So I figured no critters could get inside the actual motorhome. Bless you. Excuse me. And so I didn't really tell my wife this because I figured it was not even, there's no mice in the, in the, in the kit or in the RV. I'm not even going to worry about it. Just let's just go camping. And you found the turds in one of the compartments you're saying? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Underneath the motorhome. Anywho. So I pack up everything. We just, we drive to Michigan, Silver Lakes, Michigan, sand dunes, and we told him about it on last week's episode. Okay, a little bit. Okay, sorry. All right, um, and I I unload everything and I, I I do all the normal steps. My jacks down, slide outs out, and I didn't see, hear nothing, and uh, no mouse herds in, in the in the coach. So that's a good sign. And anywho, so that night, so this is the first night. We put Noah down to bed, like good parents, um, early. And we then, no, that night she was doing dishes, actually. She was doing dishes, and she did find... Like a good wife. Like a good wife, she's doing dishes, cleaning the coach. <laughs> Tell you what. Anyways, um, and she did find one mouse turd, like, on the counter what, did by she, the sink. Did she know what it was? Or because there was only one, did she think it was just, like, a booger in the... A dark booger. Um, no, I think she did say it was a mouse turd. Okay. She knew. She, she knows when I'm hiding stuff. She, and then when she said, I'm pretty sure I found a mouse turd. And I said, well, actually I did find mouse turds underneath the coach, but I didn't think they could get in here. And we're like, and well, when you say underneath the coach, you're talking about in, inside the, the in, bay. In the compartment. Yeah, yeah. In the compartment. Yeah. Yeah. In the wet bay. You, is it actually called a wet bay? That compartment is called a wet bay? Yeah. Weird. I think so. Okay. I, I could but be you're wrong. you're talking about the compartment where you get like the sewer water. And the water. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we didn't think much of it. We were like, well, maybe it fell from the, from like somewhere that was, you know, it was old, whatever. Yeah. We live an older coach. And so we didn't think much of it. And my wife made delicious peanut butter chocolate bars. Oh yeah. That she had covered. She had it covered with saran wrap on the counter and we didn't think much of it. Anyways, we go to bed, and I fall asleep like a good husband. My wife's reading a book, like a normal wife. And I, all of a sudden, I get woken up, and not by a noise, by my wife. 
Did she like hit you or yell or what, what did she do? I think she grabbed me and started shaking me violently. I was I was having a good good sleep. I wake up and she says, I hear something. And I said, Yeah, it's probably outside. Just go back to sleep, you know, <laughs> no biggie. And she's like, No, it there's something picking at the saran wrap. I said, No, it's it just no, don't worry about it. I'm it's fine. It's outside, don't worry about it. Well, I stay in bed. She gets up to investigate like a good wife. <laughs> A good husband, you send her out. I agree. Yeah. A good husband, I sent her out. Um, she went out and she opened. Actually, I think our doors are open to the, to the living room. She peered out and when what, what she saw shocked her. She saw a small, but not too small, mouse sitting on the couch and looking right at her and as soon as they linked eyes the mouse jumped behind the couch and is this close to where noah is sleeping thankfully noah is sleeping on the opposite side of the living room so he's on the other side uh he's on the he's in the dining table or the dining table dining dinette 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 he's sleeping on the dinette and this is on the other side of the other room um so he is far away from it and which is good so we, she comes flying back. I'm still trying to sleep. She comes flying back and says, I saw a mouse. I saw a mouse. And I said, Did you try to convince her it was still outside? I, I should have. You did something out. It's, 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 it's just a, a shadow. It's a shadow, yeah. Anyways, so I get up and I then, then we both go out there and investigate. And there's a little bit, there's tiny little scratch marks on the saran wrap where he was trying to dig through to get to the, so he's so weak he can't work his way through saran wrap well he just started he just started scratching then my wife heard the noise and so so at that time we did have one mouse trap in the rv and now how does it happen that you have a mouse trap in the rv well here's the thing well right when we bought the rv we we bought mouse traps and set them all over the all over but we did not catch a single thing. And that was a good sign. It's a good sign if you set mouse traps multiple and you don't catch anything. That means there's no mice. So we, and weirdly enough, we only had one left though. So I don't know if we threw the other ones away or where they went to. Um, but we had one left. So I set it and I took a little bit of, of the peanut butter and chocolate bar, mm. just a tiny little sliver of it. And I put it on the, it looks like fake cheese, but it's like a little plastic. Okay. Anyways, yeah, put it on there. And then I said, let's go back to bed. We'll probably hear a noise here shortly of, the, of the, getting the mice. Yeah. So we go back to bed. We lay there for a little bit. And my wife's like, I think I hear something. And I said, uh, I don't really hear anything. She's like, I think I did. So like, well, let's go out and check. So we turn the lights on. We go out and investigate. And would you believe there was, n- there was the, the piece of, of, of chocolate peanut butter bar was gone. And it was still set. That little booger got the piece off and walked away and ate it and didn't even get snapped. I'm, I'm known as an expert mouse killer. I've killed probably a dozen mice in my life with traps. And you have to... <laughs> and antiques. <laughs> and antiques, yes. Antique shovel. You have to... Uh, you want your bait to be like sticking onto the trigger of the trap. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's a good point. I wish you had told me that before I did oh. this first. 
Because then I thought, you know what? Let's put it like let's take the topping of the chocolate and peanut butter and smear it on to the actual plastic yeah, that's good. cheese. Then he can't just take it off and run. Yeah, to sit there and eat it. So I did that. So I took a, I took smeared it, and and I I also heard I forget from who, but someone did tell me that the original mouse traps that are like really strong and really scary are the best ones to get. You mean like the wooden ones? Yes. Yeah, I've heard those are good, but I, I've used both. Well, well, this one was wooden, but it was it was like a newer style wood. Okay. Anyways, so I I smeared it on, and then I my wife was heading back to to the bed, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna set up the baby monitor onto the actual trap, and I can watch it. We can watch it happen. So I did that. So I turned the baby monitor towards the mouse trap. Went back to bed and we sat there for a little bit. I checked it every once in a while, nothing. And so I just, we just laid down. And probably two minutes later, Cassie, my wife, was like, hey, check the monitor. So, so I look at the monitor and would you believe there's the mouse staring at you? Staring. It, it, it's like he knew I was watching him. He kind of looked at the monitor, kept eating. And his paws, I could see his paws. He'd put his paws on like the, the, the release handle, or what do you call that? Is it like the base of the trap, or no, like where you push down and it goes. Okay. What? I don't know, what the, I'm gonna call it the release handle. Okay. He put his paws on it, and I was like, "Here it is. Here it goes. Here it goes." But nothing happened. Then he got, yeah. Then he went away. He like stepped back a little bit. And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Then he came a little closer, and nimbly, nimbly, hands on the on the release handle. And I was like, you know what? I better get my phone out and video this. I think Cassie said, you should video this. I was like, yeah, I better. So I reach over to my to my left to get my phone. And I grab my phone and I put it in my right hand. And I look and I start pressing the camera button. My finger is <laughs> going closer and closer to the camera button. And just like that, snap, I got him. And it flipped the mouse, and the mouse shook a little bit, and then it stopped. And uh, there was there was instantly. Well, Kathy thought it was still alive because it was moving a little bit. Yeah, I thought it was dead, but I was like, "Well, let's go out, and if it's not dead, then we'll for sure kill it." You know, we're not we're not mean, but we we want animals dead. Anyways, so we go out there, and it literally crushed the head so much. There was literally blood, like a like a, a puddle of blood underneath the body. Wow, like how big, like. I'd a dollar like, bill? No. I'd say take a paper, a normal paper um, notebook, crumble it up together. Okay. And that circle, make it flat, yeah. and that's the circle. Okay. And so I, I disposed of it, and we cleaned it, and the area, and the whole time, uh, my son Noah never woke up. He oh, used to wow. sleep the entire time. Wow. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a great child. Um, um, but yeah, we got him. You should post a picture of the mouse because it did not look like a typical mouse I that know. I've seen. It was, it, I'm, I don't know if it was pregnant, but it was huge. Yeah, it was pretty big. I should. And the color, it looked, it was more brown than gray. I know. It looked, yeah, it looked like a wild, non-domesticated Whoa. mouse. A non-domesticated. If mouse. little gray mice are domesticated mice, so, I would say this is like a, a mouse you would find in Alaska. Wouldn't that be smaller though? Because they don't have as much food. Oh, it depends. No, it looked like it looked like looked like blah, blah, blah. 
It looked like a house mouse that was well fed. It was fat. It looked. It was a different color. It was more brown. Yeah, but that's why I was saying it's house mouse. It was. It was. It that was like that won't lit. change the color. Oh, yes, it was. It, no. no sunlight. No sunlight. No. Yeah. You post a picture and uh, you know what? You in guys, fact, in fact, I got a tech tip for everyone. Oh, here we go. This is. This comes from, uh, cousin Andy. Actually, it's it's Layton's brother-in-law, Andy Hosteller. <laughs> he had a great tech tip. He I didn't even know you could do this, but if you take a picture with an iPhone, okay, let's of try. like of uh, a plant or an animal. Oh, okay. And then you swipe up from the bottom. It will tell you what kind of what the thing is. And what? It, yeah. Like take a picture of a like a tree leaf. Um, I'm not sure what all you know what you need to take a picture of. But I took a picture of a, a close-up picture of a tree leaf, and then swiped up, and then it'll there's like a little button, not a button, but some information at the bottom. You can click on it, and it'll give you some. It'll kind of tell you what plant it is, and it does the same thing for animals as well. I just try it right now for babies, and it doesn't do that for babies. So I am trying to find the mouse picture. Well. Oh. The, it might not work if the mouse picture is, you know, if its head is smashed, it might not work. Yeah, it doesn't say. Uh, okay, I swiped up and it just says Saturday, August 12th. That's all it says. Main um, camera, 24 millimeters, 12 It's in that mega, same area. 12 megapixels. P- pickles. It's in that same area. I'm not seeing nothing. I don't know. But anyway, anyway, that's a cool. That is cool. I should try that. Anyway, even so specific, I took a picture of a, uh, I think it was like a white oak or so, something like a very specific variation of a tree, and it even it even said that like it's this kind of oak tree or what or whatever world? it was. You took the leaf or the bark? The leaf. You should try the bark. I should. You should try bark. All right, I just got an update from Jeff, and he is not able to join us today after all. You gotta be kidding, so, me, Jeff. But we've got more content to get to. Yep. So that's the end of the mouse story. Yep, we got him. And then you also have, you didn't even mention this, but you also have a, a another little oh, critter you're story. Right. We, actually, I do. I do. Why don't you just go into the, okay. so, into that one right away? I tell you what, uh, I'm, I am, when I'm around, there are critters around as well. I attract critters. Um, okay, so last week, last Thursday, I went to my house because I was meeting a guy to change my basement windows. And I was getting a quote. And that same day, it dumped rain, poured rain here in northern Indiana. And so I, and that's why I was cleaning my windows, but they were leaking. My basement windows were leaking. Okay, so you I got water pouring in your basement. Yes. yes. So Do you have a couple inches of water in the? Not not today. Not today, no. Not, no, but not during that rain. No, no. Okay. It, I mean, it leaks in a little bit, but it's not like terrible where I need to like fix it like today. Um, anywho... And I was outside talking to the guy, and I in the corner of my of my house, there's the one corner. It instead of like coming out like a normal corner, this corner goes in. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't understand why. Explain what what's the structure of the house doing that it would go in. Okay, uh, so there's a room on my far. Uh, hold on, let me think here. South east corner of my house, a room. Okay. And my house goes around that room, and then it jerked. It, like, that room is kind of, like, sitting out from the house. Okay. So it goes in. Okay, yep, that makes sense. Then it's my door, my front door. Yeah. Then it goes in again. 
Okay. Then it's my my living room. Then it goes straight over to the other side, and then it goes like around like a box. Okay. So from beside my beside my uh, front door, there's there's two gutters that come together and make a Y shape. And in that Y, there was a pile of leaves, and I just thought okay. it was a pile of leaves, just tra- attracting pile of leaves because of, you know the rain, whatever. Oh, no, so you didn't really notice it like previously. No, I did not. But this is not just a pile of leaves. This is a nest of not leaves, but a squirrel. There's a there's a nest, a squirrel nest in my on corner. your house, on my house in the corner. Wow! Not only that, they literally because of this nest, they um, clogged my gutter, which then rain comes out of the gutter backwards because it's clogged. Yeah, and straight in to my window my, my basement window which then goes straight into my basement yeah so the I'm, I'm a little confused though isn't the nest totally outside of the gutter like how is it clogging the gutter well it might not be because of that but i it it's the same spot so it has to be their fault <laughs> no i i so i don't have gutter guards okay and so i think he said that might be the problem too okay we're we're dirt and and leaves get stuck or leaves go in first get stuck and then dirt gets in there and then just clogs it yeah so that might be my issue too i I could blame the gutter guards but i'd rather blame the squirrels anywho's so what happened was the mother the mother of the squirrel of this pet squirrel that i have now baby squirrel pet squirrel i have a pet squirrel now baby squirrel and the mother had it in its mouth okay she jumped out from the nest. And how close are you to the nest? Oh, I'm like 15 feet. Okay. Five, 10 feet, probably 10 feet from the nest. Because we're talking there. All of a sudden, this squirrel jumps out from the nest and leaps onto my chimney, goes head first down the chimney, goes straight over. I have two massive trees in the front of my yard and go up the one tree into a hole. Okay. Then out the limb, further down the limb, it comes out the hole. And then it and then it sails down the tree, drops the baby, and just runs away. <laughs> runs away. On the ground or in the tree? On the ground. What? Bannons the baby. Yes. What? Yes. So I being like a good person that I am, I had two options. One was to leave it. So it's like the Margaret Sanger of squirrels. Yes. It's it's kind of, it's very much like that. The one option was to leave it and just hope the mother comes back. Or second option was... There's three options, actually, technically. Second option was to take it home with me and make it survive and make it a pet. Third option was to kill it. Yeah. And I just killed a mouse recently, and there's a lot of bloodshed and a lot of tears, and... You know, I don't like to be that sort of guy that just kills stuff for yeah. the fun of it, you know. Anyway, <laughs> there were no tears shed for the smiles, by the way. Anyways, so I I almost did leave it, but when I got close to it, it was so drenched and wet and barely breathing that I think it almost drowned from all the water. In the nest. In the nest, because the how so, the nest is and how the water shoots out the gutter that's oh, clogged, okay. it like falls like right into the nest. Okay. And so I think the water from that almost drowned it. Okay. I think that's why the mom was le- moving it. Because I, okay. I, then I destroyed the nest and it was like completely soaked. 
Wow. The nest was like, it was like soggy. Anywho, and so I said, you know what? And the mother probably would have came back and picked it up eventually. But I was like, you know what? I, it seems weird how she just dropped it and ran, ran off. I know. How close were you when it when she dropped it? This was far. This was like more like twenty feet. And she took it up the tree. She took it up the tree in and a then, hole. In a hole. And then, and then brought it back down. Yes, right, brought it, brought it wow. back down, dropped it, and ran away. And so I probably would have left. Should have left it. I don't know. And did you see right away that it had it in its mouth? Yeah, it had. And it, it, this is big. This is this baby squirrel is not a, like they're born. I forget how big they are. A couple inches, whatever, maybe an inch. No hair. Blind. Okay tiny okay this thing is i think five inches the body's five oh, inches wow. long wow full hair full eyes are open and he he's like starting to eat food actually like slowly you know we have to feed it milk but mostly just nibbles and stuff all right so he's pretty big anyway okay anywho anyways and so i made the decision that i'm gonna take it home and make it my pet but when i when i thought this i didn't think it very far through okay I thought, what do you mean? mean? In my head, I was thinking, this would be a really cool pet to have. And that's all I thought. Okay. I didn't think about we had to feed it. Oh, you thought it would just like live on its own? Yeah, I thought it, yeah. I didn't think we had to put, like, get a house around for it. I didn't know we had to get a a lamp, heat lamp around. And, yeah. So, and honestly, if it would have been any younger, I probably would have just killed it because, or just left it because it was, it's it's already a lot of work and it's almost able to live on its own. Yeah. So, anyways, and I was like, you know what? I'll just stay at home. It's it's kind of fun, you know, having a pet squirrel. Whatever. We'll so, what did Cassie say when you brought it home? Well, I called her right away and I said, "Hey, I'm bringing something home." <laughs> <laughs> and she's probably wondering, is it she, a navigator? Is it a? No. Is the, it? She didn't even think about that. The first thing that she said, is it a spider? I said, <laughs> I said no, it's not a spider. Don't worry. Uh, and then she said, well, is it is it bad? Is it bad? I said, no, it's not bad. It's it's good. And then she said, is it a baby, is it a baby bunny? I said, no. Oh, close. She would have liked that. She loves bunnies. But anyways, I said, no, it's it's a it's a baby squirrel. And she's like, oh. I forget what else she said then after that, but... But then I brought it home and we tried feeding it and it it barely ate any food and it was cold and it was shaking and nervous. And so finally then act so then we made a little or she made a little home for it, whatever. I got a heat lamp and got like a little bottle for it. Okay. At the store and and then I went to the I tried to supply it. They said, "Well, uh, I didn't completely lie." But I, I didn't, I didn't really technically lie. I didn't say anything. But she was like, I was like, I need because we looked it up and it said get uh, dog formula. Okay. And so I asked the lady, hey, is there any dog formula? And she's like, yeah, here it is. She's like, um, is he pretty small? Is he bigger? I said, uh, it's pretty small. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, um, is oh, it said if it's pretty small, then you want to get the one that's like pre-made. And it's pre-made with goat milk. Okay. And then Kat said that later that she read that goat milk is really good for, like, new babies that are, like, digesting. It's hard, easier for them to digest or something. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. You can look it up yourself. But anyways, so we I did all that, bought all the stuff, took it home, and tried feeding it. And it didn't eat very well. We tried a bunch of different things. The bottle was a terrible I, I, I thing. There's, like, yeah. 
it's it's so how'd you get it? if the bottle was a terrible idea how'd you get it fed well then then we got a little syringe okay and just fed it with the syringe okay and he's supposed to eat i think one and a half to three of those syringes anyways per day or per feeding per feeding wow yeah it's a lot anyways so then we had it for a day and then then cassie's sister was like hey if you don't want it i'll take it oh wonderful like perfect you can have it it's all yours so we dropped it off she took it for the weekend and then last night we went over to their house oh no and this sister-in-law was like yeah hang on um No, it's not dead. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but close. Um, the sister-in-law was like, hey, uh, we're actually going on a trip this weekend, and it's it. I can't, I mean, I can take it to school, but it doesn't eat very good at school. Could you take it back? And so Cass said, yeah, sure, we'll take it back. So now we have it back. But it eats way better now. And it it's starting to eat food, and it's like, yeah, I, I'm I'm in a, probably a week. It'll be able to eat food completely. Like, what do you mean food? Like corn, or well, what? What food are you feeding it? Th- we gave it like uh, dog food. No, not dog food. We gave it's not a dog. It's a squirrel. Uh, we gave it um, pecans, and it's like started nibbling on the pecans. Okay. We gave it uh, apples, I think, or something. And then uh, Olivia went to the store and bought, like, you can actually buy squirrel food. What? Yes. People are trying to attract these things. I know, I know, I know. I don't, I don't understand. Although, yeah. I mean, here you are also trying to keep this, this pest alive. I know. Well, I feel bad killing it now because we did so much work to it. Yeah. We had to keep it alive. Yeah. But what I was going to do is, let's say it does survive. I'm going to let it go in our house, or not in our house, but outside of our house. Then I'm going to put that food on a pile outside, mm-hmm. attract the squirrels, and I'm going <laughs> to shoot them. So it might, I might kill it after all, but we named it Coco because it's black. It's a black squirrel. It's a town squirrel. And so we named it Coco. So, um, But yeah, so right now we have it at home, and we're trying to make it survive. So is it the kind of like, can you pet it? Can you hold it, or does yeah. it bite you? No, you can pet it. Oh, another fact about that, though, is their teeth never stop growing so like beavers oh wow so they said online said you cannot keep a squirrel as a pet because it is oh what's the word they are non oh man you you can't tame it like they they, always be wild yeah they're always wild like kind of like zebras okay so they they literally just chew on like everything wires and everything they get Uh. into like places and just chew everything so i mean eventually when it does start eating i think we're just gonna let it go and if it dies out in the wild it dies yeah you know, you, can, no you longer, can do, you can just do so much for something, yeah. you know? Are you thinking about letting it, like you said, it's a town squirrel. Are mm-hmm. you thinking about like trying to relocate it to the country to see if well, it likes that life? I, I wondered what makes town squirrels black and what makes non-town squirrels not black? Is it, is it the, like where they live? Like the, the food they eat, the trash they eat? I don't know, but yeah, there's not. You don't see black squirrels out in the wild, out, out in the woods. So what I'm thinking is, if I let it out in the wild and it starts eating corn and well, oh, I was thinking that I was gonna say like like re- repopulating. Oh yeah, will there be more black squirrels? Will I start a black squirrel population in the country? It is, yeah, it is, it is interesting. Possible. And then there's also more like there's obviously like the red squirrels, which is what you all typically see. Yeah, and then there's more like the the grayish squirrels. Yeah, you're right. But, 
Yeah, I'm not sure. It, they do. It do is they, interesting. You know what it is? I wonder the black squirrels, they are like, they have dominion over the towns. And if a red squirrel comes in, they're like, they come together and have a meeting. Chase like, it hey, out. Hey, let's, yeah, chase this. Let's chase this red squirrel out. Could be. Anyways. All right. So you've had quite the yeah interactions with, with wildlife. Yep. Do you have time? Let's see. Well, we're getting kind of close to the end of our, our oh, time wow. here. Oh, if, if anybody wants a squirrel, we are gladly to give it away. So if you're listening to the podcast and you think that your kid needs some responsibility, this is a great thing for your kid to learn responsibility. And if you want him, text Ruben, Jeff, or Layton, or me, or Theodore, or or in the podcast, and I will fr- freely and happily give it to you. All right. Real quickly, what's your paint tip? Oh, yeah, yes. So if you've old paint, okay, and you're not sure what to do with it, you're like, ah, it's it's let's say, let's say it's over half full, and you just don't know what to do with it. It's rusty. You don't the, want to the paint th- is rusty. Yeah, you know how the paint can gets rusty and the oh, rust oh, okay, paint. Okay, okay. You're not sure what to do with it. You're like, ah, you just don't want to. You don't want to just dump it somewhere because then it's then it'll always be that color. I learned from my uncle Paul, which is also Layton's dad, today, that if you take like kitty litter or like grease, um, like the grease of that sucks yeah. up grease, yeah. And dump it into the paint, a little bit in the paint, and mix it. It'll get rock hard. Yes. What? Yes. So it sucks out the moisture. Sucks out the moisture, and then it gets like solid, and then you can just throw it away. And there's no mess. There's nothing. That's a good. That's a great tip. I know. We should actually just do it as an experiment for the podcast. They're doing it right now. Oh, is that what? Okay. (laughs) I should. I should take a video of it. Yep. If they're still out there when we get out there. All right. Do you want to give your hunting update, or do you want to save that for next time? Uh, I don't care. Is it? What time is it? I don't care. What do you think? It's how long? How long is it? I'll just say it now. It's um, so I've been last year. I did shoot a buck. I actually got one, and it wasn't very big. But this year, the hopes are high. Whose hopes? My hopes. Well, I guess. Is that all it takes? Just a lot of hope? <laughs> no, it takes faith because those arrows <laughs> sure go wherever they want to. So you need to pray hard that those go the right way. There, are, there are the bucks this year are are way bigger than they were last year and there's like very few small bucks so so you need to start practicing now i need to start practicing now and i i need no matter where i i i no matter what buck i shoot hopefully i'll hit him and if i do hit him i hope he dies but it's a good chance because there's there's more bigger bucks than was last year so surely I can get one big one. I, I do think we need to have a uh, we need a video you going out and practicing, and I think we should take radio controlled, um, buck. You know, no, well, just radio controlled. <laughs> well, either either the chickens, which was Jeff or Layton's idea. Oh yeah, or a radio controlled vehicle, and have like a target on top of it, and me just try to shoot and just it. like drive it around, and then stop, and then you shoot at it. I think that would give you good practice. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, keep us. In, when's the hunting season open up so we can start hoping with you? I think October or end of September, maybe. Okay, I don't know. I might go out to Wisconsin and go and go deer hunting too. So I'll keep you guys up to date. Okay, all right, sounds good. Um, maybe I'll do. What's the point? There you go. The point is always have a mouse trap. Most mouse trap in your motorhome. Mm-hmm. Point number two. Think about the consequences of taking home an animal. 
that's for sure. And point number three, um, don't dump out paint. Just put in some cat litter. And point number four, it doesn't just take hope. It takes faith to kill a deer. <laughs> but I'm not sure that's enough either. <laughs> you need a lot more than that. And what's the word of the week? Uh, go ahead. What's our, Actually, I'll, I'll do word of the week. Yeah, you do. Word of the week is...